Welcome to Inner Divine Alchemy, a podcast for spiritual seekers who dare to explore the depth of this divine existence and the constructs that make up our very reality. I'm your host, Kristen Martin, a fellow spiritual seeker, full-time creative entrepreneur, and best-selling indie author. If you're looking to go deeper on the types of things we discuss on this podcast, I sincerely hope you'll join me in my monthly membership community called the Inner Divine Collective at innerdivinealchemy.com. Without further ado, let's get metaphysical, shall we? lovely people, and welcome back to the Inner Divine Podcast. Oh, it feels good to be recording again. It's It's been a minute since I have recorded anything or come onto the podcast. Things have been, <laughs> life has shifted in such an exponential way, in such an unexpected way, that... I'm going to be honest, I wasn't fully prepared for it, but because I've been so excited about this shift and the things that have been happening in my life and the new direction that my life has been taking, my business has been taking, my my spirituality has been taking, um, yeah, that excitement's been much appreciated, especially after feeling like I had been in a void kind of like in a cocoon, but a void cocoon for such a long time where I didn't really know what the fuck was going on. Like every day I woke up and I just, I had zero clarity. I felt so confused. I had so much apathy, like I talked about in the previous podcast episode. I also had underlying feelings of anger, which were contributing to my apathy. And it was just like a very hostile environment, my internal environment was very, very hostile. And I know it's because I was shedding this part of myself that I have been wanting to be rid of for so long. And my ego was being really, really stubborn. Old Kristen was being very, very stubborn, trying to plant all of these what if scenarios in my mind, like what if this happens? What if you let all this go. And then, and then that's it. And like life's over, like just getting super, super dramatic. And actually the opposite of that happened, which really like, I should know this by now. Right. But the ego can be really powerful. Fear can be really, really powerful in letting things go. You make space, you make space, you make space for new opportunities, for new things to find you, for new things to come to you and to enter your life and to try something new. It's really difficult to focus on and embrace the new and channel and direct your energy in that way if your attention and focus is being taken up by something else, especially if your emotions and how you feel are being, what's the right word? Um, monopolized, monopolized when your emotions are being monopolized by a different focus or something else entirely. So I'm feeling a little feisty today. I am not sure what sign the moon is in. Let me see if I can do a quick calculation in my head here. Right, right, right. So that means the moon is in Sagittarius, which makes sense because my moon is in Sagittarius. So I'm definitely feeling that fire energy. I definitely feel that 
optimism, looking at the world through rose-colored glasses. But the the thing I want to talk about today is something that I've been thinking about a lot, um, and it has to do with self-sacrifice <laughs> and also the fact that no one is entitled to access your energy. Another way of putting that is not everyone deserves to have access to your energy. And since we are out of Mercury retrograde, I understand that there is always a possibility that what I say can be misconstrued, that my words can be twisted because they have been in the past, but I just don't give any fucks anymore because this is how I feel. This is who I am. And I come onto this podcast to share the things that I have learned in the hopes that it will I don't know, knock something loose in your brain a little bit to get you thinking a little bit differently. I've learned with my energy and and really stepping into who I actually am and being told from a very young age that I was too much, (laughs) that my muchness is exactly what makes me who I am. And I'm just done apologizing for that. I also have realized that as a manifester with emotional authority, which manifestors is part of human design, it's only 9% of the population, I am here to be disruptive. I'm actually not supposed to have everyone like me or accept me or understand me. And so I've had to really come to terms with that and understand that sometimes things I say are going to rub people the wrong way, but that that's a good thing because we live in a world of duality and polarity. You cannot know one thing without also knowing its opposite. So knowing that I could potentially act as a catalyst for someone to uncover their unhealed aspects of themselves, those parts of themselves that they choose not to embrace, the shadows, that is what I've come to realize is that is a lot of the work that I am here to do. And that is going to mean not being liked by everyone. And that's fine. That's fine. I've really gotten to a place where I don't need to be liked by everyone. I don't need to be understood by everyone. Actually, in fact, when I was watching, and this is like, I'm going off on a tangent here, but (laughs) when I was watching the Cruella movie on Disney, I really started thinking about villain energy versus hero energy. And I went to my journal and I wrote down all of the aspects of being a hero And like what aspects a hero has and also what aspects a villain has. And as someone who's done a lot of shadow work, as someone who has really dabbled in both sides of the spectrum and like trying to be the hero and then also trying to heal these parts of myself and embrace these shadow sides of myself to to return to that feeling of wholeness and completeness within myself, I've come to realize that the hero and the villain are actually the exact same thing, just on opposite ends of the spectrum. But we have an association with the word villain, with villains being bad and, and evil and doing things just for themselves, like essentially being narcissists and and focusing on themselves and what they believe is right. And I do believe there are extremes on both ends. I do believe that when it comes to the darker aspects of human nature, of, of villains, if you will, they can take it to a place where they absolutely do not consider 
the the whole of humanity and what is for the greatest good of all. But there's also a shadow side to the hero, which is totally like martyrdom, which is total self-sacrifice for the greater good. And I look at both of those and I'm just like, no, like there is a healthy middle. There's a healthy middle, right? This is so funny because I thought I was going to talk about self-sacrifice and and not everyone deserving your energy or or being entitled to your energy, but I have a feeling this podcast is now going to spin off into this like hero versus villain and what it would actually mean to like if you've been trying to be the hero of your life and feeling disappointed um, and like you are people pleasing, can't set boundaries, that you're basically on the shadow side of being a hero, which is martyrdom and self-sacrifice, that perhaps what your version of the villain is, is actually the healthy middle between being the hero and the villain, right? It's actually the the stable middle ground. It's the the non-traumatized version of yourself. Because when I did this practice in my journal and I, I wrote down the aspects of the hero and wrote down the aspects of the villain and then realized that they were the same person and that actually I identified more with wanting to be the villain because the villain is fearless. The villain is bold, courageous. The villain focuses on themselves. They put themselves first. The villain is unapologetic and is who they truly are. They stand in their authentic truth and nothing can shake them. You always see the hero when they're going on their hero's journey, right? In every book, in every movie, there's always those moments that rattle and and shake the hero where suddenly it's like they're they're not sure if they can go on or they're not sure if they can do this or they have like an emotional breakdown, right? And so you also see that with the villain, but it happens it happens before it happens for the hero, right? So there's that quote and I think it's from Batman where it says you either die the hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. So I've thought about this a lot. I've thought about how throughout my life, especially in the earlier part of my life in high school and whatnot, because I think about myself as a kid and the things that I was told were wrong about me or the things that I, to- I was told were too much about me were the shadow aspects of myself, the things that were vilified. Is that a word? Villainified? Vilified? (laughs) Um, Those were the things that were made to be seen as bad. And so I tucked those away. I suppressed those because I saw them as bad, right? But as I've gotten older and I've really reconnected with my inner child, I've come to see that those parts are the things that make me exactly who I am. And that if you're meant to be disruptive in this lifetime, which everything in my astrological chart, everything with human design, everything in numerology, all of the signs, and also just the way I was when I was younger, before I, before I quote unquote knew better, was just disruptive, disruptive to the status quo, disruptive to other people's thoughts. And so knowing, knowing this now, I'm learning how to channel that in a way that can help people without me feeling like I'm self-sacrificing. And so this is going to tie into not everyone deserving to, <laughs> to have access to your energy, right? 
because this was something that I've struggled with over the past five years, and it specifically has to do with YouTube. So it's no secret that when you decide to go online, to build an online platform, to have an online presence, there are going to be... There's going to be both, right? There's going to be people who support you and and love you and are just there for you in general online. And then there are going to be people who absolutely hate you, people who somehow continue to or like for some reason continue to come to your your page or your platform or whatever you have out there and just go there just to press the thumbs down button, just to dislike something, just to start shit in the comments, right? There's always going to be people like that. And while I was building my my YouTube channel, I had this energy of not really knowing who I wanted to serve at that point. And so I was kind of this, I don't know, if you go back and watch some of my earlier YouTube videos, I was very much just trying to cater to everyone. And in trying to cater to everyone, the the light that I was shining was attracting both the like mosquitoes and the moths and then also like the really beautiful creatures like the butterflies. And that's what happens when you start to shine really bright and be who you are is that you're going to attract the insects that are like the nagging insects, right? The ones that drive you nuts that you want nothing to do with, but you're also going to attract the really beautiful insects. I'm not saying that followers and subscribers and like your audience, <laughs> that they're bugs, that they're insects, but this is just how my mind is is choosing to portray this information. That is that is the metaphor that we are going with. So in doing that and attracting a whole smorgasbord, smorgasbord of people, I realized that I was giving everyone access to my energy because that's really what it's about. It's not so much about the quality of the content you're putting out there. It's not so much the the tips and the advice you give. It's not even about the actual video itself and the cinematography. People come back to things because of the energy of that thing. And when you are someone who is very spiritual and do energy work on a regular basis, you start to realize just how much you've been giving your energy away to people who do not deserve it. And this was really the the breaking point for me, the tipping point in terms of posting my farewell video and moving into this different space. So what's really interesting about my birth chart is that I have, my midheaven is in Aries. And Aries is about success and recognition, public recognition, and in a sense, even fame, kind of like being destined for that path, which I started to see as my channel was growing on YouTube and as I was starting to attract more people. The problem was is that at some point I started attracting a lot of moths and a lot of mosquitoes. (laughs) I started attracting a lot of Um, an audience that I didn't actually resonate with and that were just there to just kind of like be all up in my business and see what I was doing and to try to find ways to tear me down, right? And this isn't to say there wasn't the other half of that because there's always positive and negative. There's always two sides to every story. There was also this other half of the audience who was just lovely and so supportive and is still here. Like you're probably still listening to this podcast episode right now. Like you are still here. You are still supporting me. And I appreciate you so much. This is not to say that my YouTube journey was like all 
shit and whatnot. But I had to come to the realization that my energy is sacred and special and that the people who recognize that and identify with that will continue to be there and will continue to support what it is I'm doing and that I don't have to be in this public online space forever, (laughs) if that makes sense. Like I kind of look at my YouTube videos and what's up there right now is like, okay, it's out there. And people who resonate with that will, you know, I trust that the universe will guide them to it, that they will, they will find it and that I will be able to connect with them in some way, shape or form. Because the only reason I ever started doing any of this and creating content and sharing my life online was just because I wanted to inspire people. I wanted to disrupt people's lives in a way where they started to question for themselves if something else was possible for them. If their life didn't have to be the shitty mundane hamster wheel (laughs) thing that capitalism has kind of like forced everybody into, especially in the Western world. That has always been my intent. I've, again, my moon is in Sagittarius. So I'm all about freedom and freedom of expression and being able to live your life in a way that feels good to you regardless of what anyone else says, thinks, or or judges you. Like, regardless of any of that, just to, to live the life that you want to live and to have inner peace and inner knowing that that path is for you and it may not be for other people and that that's okay. That that's okay. So as I was saying, there was kind of this breaking point, this tipping point for me where I realized that I no longer wanted to expend my energy and to like give away my energy to those who just would take and take and take and take and then and then take that and try to twist it and turn it into something else or essentially just I don't know, be like an energy vampire because YouTube to me for so many years now has just felt so draining. It wasn't an exciting thing for me anymore. It wasn't something I looked forward to. It just, it got, it got old and it felt like a drain on my energy. But of course the ego and fear is sitting there going, but you've created this, you've built this, you've worked so hard. Like you need to continue to maintain it. You need to continue to let everyone into your life and know every single thing that's going on with you and continue to be vulnerable and blah, blah, blah. And you might be sitting there thinking she's posting this podcast episode and she's being really vulnerable talking about this. There's something different about the video aspect and just talking about it on a podcast. I think that's why I've started to resonate more with just audio and with podcasting because I'm just like sitting here in my closet, still in my pajamas. It's one o'clock in the afternoon on a random Wednesday and I'm sitting here recording this, right? So there's no like... It's just me here. There's there's no video. There's no like look at the aesthetic, look at the background, like look at look at what I'm doing and, and how I'm doing it. And here's here's my advice for you. It's I don't know, YouTube just started to feel really inauthentic, whereas the podcast has always felt very, very authentic to me. Not to mention I feel <laughs> this is this is gonna get me in trouble, but I feel like the people who listen to podcast episodes are just a bit more um, worldly and just a more, 
I don't know, because it takes a different level of attention and focus to listen to what someone is saying without having like the visual to go along with it. You look at movies, you look at Netflix, you look at TV shows. It's so easy for people to just sit there and zone out and watch something, right? But to actually sit there and just listen to the words someone is saying and really take that in, I feel like it's just, it's a different audience. Like the podcast audience is just much more mature and they're coming to your show page to your podcast for inspiration and for motivation and to actually hear what it is you have to say, not just to click on some random video that they saw online and then just make a whole bunch of fucking judgments about it. Because that's honestly what YouTube has felt like to me for the past, like, I don't know, three years. <laughs> so anyways, that's something that I've, I've really struggled with. But the point I want to make is that your energy is sacred. Your energy is special. It's something that should be seen as a priority and not something you just give away all willy-nilly to whoever. And I understand that we all have different situations and circumstances. So for me, my energy and the energy drain that was really happening there was from YouTube and being so public about my life online. And I mean, you have to really think about this. You think about like reality TV shows and stuff like you're going into someone's home. You're you're seeing how they live their their life and, and what they do. And there are not many people who are willing to open up in that way about that. And so it really is a privilege. I think about this anytime I go watch other people's vlogs, it is a privilege for me to sit there and to be invited in to someone's home. And I think people have kind of like developed this sort of entitlement to like knowing everything that's going on and knowing what's going on in a person's life. And so I noticed that what has been rising in me is just this um, feeling of just wanting my my privacy back a bit. And again, that's why I think the podcast and audio has been resonating so much more because I can still talk about things here, but I don't have to to show it. Like I don't have to, <laughs> I don't even know how else to say it. Like, because in, in video, you're you're showing people, right? You're showing people, but yeah, in audio, it's just more of, it's an expression that feels more private to me, whereas video is a very public, non-private expression of, of myself and of who I am. So you may not be able to resonate with the whole online presence thing and having that be such a drain on your energy, but perhaps it's something at work, like with coworkers, with a boss, where it just feels like... You have a coworker who's just always up in your business and wanting to know what's going on. Or maybe that's a parental figure for you, like your mom or your dad or grandparents who are just always wanting to be all up in your shit and know, know what is going on with you. And it could be your partner. It could be f family members, friends, um, anyone really. So it's just worthwhile to ask yourself who you've been giving your, like who has access to your energy, who has access to your energy? How much access do they have? Do you feel like they almost feel kind of entitled to that? And really what this circles back to is just setting boundaries, setting solid boundaries, and realizing that if you identify more with 
the hero and being the hero of your own story, but realize that you've kind of been more of a martyr and you've been self-sacrificing at the expense of others. That's the shadow side of being a hero. And so actually looking more at the villain's qualities and those, those villain aspects of setting firm, solid boundaries and putting yourself first before everyone else, that's actually a normal, healthy middle ground. Now, yes, you can take that to an extreme into this like narcissistic, like no one else matters. That's not what I'm saying. But to prioritize yourself enough where you're fucking happy, (laughs) where you're happy because not like there's so many of us who just go through our days so worried about what other people think about us or like, you know, dreading a conversation that you're going to have with a family member because you know what kinds of questions they're going to ask, which are just going to put you in this place of feeling like you have to share things that you would really just rather keep private that are just for you. And there's nothing out there that says that you have to sacrifice your values and your morals and your boundaries just to make someone else happy. Like, there is no rule. And and somehow this has gotten so twisted where... I see it all the time. I see myself falling into it, falling prey to it. And so that's really what I want to say today is that you are not entitled to anyone else's energy and not everyone deserves access, like full access to your energy. You are allowed to keep things private. You are allowed to step away. You are allowed to create boundaries and to enforce those boundaries. And if the other person on the receiving end doesn't like it or has a a fit about it, like that's on them. That's on them. And the only reason they don't like it is because there is an entitlement there where they feel like they can just walk all over you or ask you to do things or ask questions that you would just rather not answer, but you do so just to be polite. Guess who's not polite? The villain. So (laughs) take that, you know, take from this what you will, take what resonates, leave what doesn't. But I just wanted to come on and share this because it's something I've been thinking about a lot lately. And I also think that (laughs) just with this eclipse portal and the, the super full strawberry moon or whatever it's called, there's like so many names for everything. Just this This energy that we're moving into, especially, you know, we're in cancer season now and we will be moving into Leo season and that Leo, that fire um, lion energy. This is just something to think about over over this month, really just about your boundaries and who has access to you and your energy, how much access they have and like whether or not that vibes with you. And if it doesn't, it's really time to sit down and set boundaries and then speak those boundaries into existence. You got to let the other person know or people know what you're going to tolerate and what you're no longer going to tolerate. So that's it. That is all that I've got for you for this episode. I'm looking at the little timer here and that was that was a lot. I feel like I hardly took a breath that whole time. So that was a message that I I really needed to to express. But I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you listening. I hope this episode was disruptive for you in some way or another and that it helped you look at your situation, your life, your relationships in a new and different way. And that if you identify with being a martyr and self-sacrificing, that you will just take take a few minutes to do the the journal exercise and write down the aspects of the villain, like what the villainous version of you would look like. You may come to find that that's actually the person that you kind of like wish you were. (laughs) 
at least that's that's what I came to find. And again, that's probably because you were so in the extreme shadow side of being the hero that the villain is actually your middle ground. So I would also love to have you in my collective. That is my, it's the Inner Divine Collective. It is my monthly membership community for spiritual seekers. So you can find that link in the show notes. And other than that, I will chat with you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in today. For more beyond this podcast, make sure to check out my website at innerdivinealchemy.com and give me a follow over on Instagram at innerdivinealchemy. Don't forget to check out The Collective, where we have monthly themes on all things metaphysical and spiritual. I'll chat with you all again very soon.